y'all tuning in again btse 365 podcast you heard them love and happiness something that can make you do wrong make you do right telling you he sure know what to say being in love with someone <laughs> shout out to al green man that feel good music you know Ain't no violence, ain't no, I'm going to kill you today, I'm going to take your woman, none of that. Just love and happiness, man. Real spill. Look, I'm going I'm to jump right into this whole Westbrook not making the All-Star game situation. Well, excuse me, not not making the All-Star game, but not being an All-Star starter. Um, It's not really that big of a deal, only because the All-Star game in the NBA doesn't mean anything now in the if this was major league baseball last season where the all-star game can you know change the balance of home court advantage or something you know that then yeah we got a problem but this is just an exhibition game but my problem is how is the person who's doing something that hasn't been done in 50 years not be voted a starter. Like, it just makes zero sense. It's kind of like when Jordan was voted a starter and everybody was like, come on now, you know. It's Jordan, though. He lifetime achievement type stuff. Now you got it where Steph Curry is starting. He's averaging 24 points a game. His team is the best team in the league record-wise. But come on, fans. I mean, it's it's a fans exhibition game. So the fans will say, of course, you know, of course the fans are going to vote for Steph. He's the most popular player in the league right now. Everybody wants to shoot like Steph. So everybody wants to make, you know, some of those crossovers he makes and they they want to be Steph Curry. Now, don't get it twisted. Russell Westbrook has a lot of fans out there too. It's just right now at this current stage He's not a unanimous MVP. He's not an NBA champion. You know, he's only been to the finals one time. So I get where the fans are are going with this, but come on, my people. Come on. There's no way this guy should not be starting. But it's cool. I'm sure he didn't want to start with Kevin Durant anyway. Hell, they out there acting like schoolgirls sometimes. So I'm glad he didn't get voted a starter, so now he won't be out there acting all shady towards KD. Look, man, let that man live. He he left. He went to another team. He went to the team that beat you. Okay, as a competitor, yeah, I, I see where you're going with the whole he shouldn't have went to the team that beat him after being in the locker room saying stuff like, yeah, we'll get him back next year. That was 
slick bogus on KD's part. Be a grown ass man. He made his decision. Got to live with it. Right or wrong, good or bad, whatever. Move on. They're not real brothers in real life. They were both drafted to their franchise. So, well, one was drafted to the Supersonics, one was drafted to the Thunder. But I digress. They were both drafted to that franchise. And they didn't ask to be together. They just had to be together. You know what I'm saying? They just had to play on the same team together. So when one grown man makes a decision to go somewhere else to do something that's going to help him, then that's on him. Deal with it. I mean, at the end of the day, we all know Westbrook is a top five player in the NBA. Top two or three in the West, you know, depending on who you ask. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, James Harden. Eh, I think it would be asking me is James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, then Steph Curry this season. Not saying anything about last season. Strictly talking about this season. But, you know, hey, to each his own. It's, he's still going to be at the All-Star game. He's still going to play nice minutes. And we're still probably going to see him on the floor with Kevin Durant at one point, James Harden at one point. So, you know, it's all to the good. And like I like his comeback. I like not necessarily his comeback, but his comments about not being voted a starter. And he said, look, I don't play this game for all-star bids. I play this game for championships. Now, he don't have one yet, but that's the mentality to have. You're, you're not playing this game just so you can go out here and dunk and, you know, shoot crazy threes in an all-star game. Yeah, it's a game for the fans. It's an exhibition game for the fans, and you want to put on a good show for the fans. But guess what? At the end of the day, he got to go back out there. He's going to have games that really matter the week after. And you got to make sure you strap on your, your shoes tight and you go out here and ball out so your team can have a better chance at having a better seed in the Western Conference so you can make it to a championship game. But we all know that's not going to happen in OKC, not this year. But I'm just saying, you know, I like his comeback. He, he wants to win. And it, it doesn't matter about – a game in February that has no bearings on the final standings of the season. So salute to him, 30, 10, and 10, and you're not starting the All-Star game. That's cool, <laughs> I guess. Boy, I, if you're listening to me today, I appreciate it, man. I really do. Um, make sure you go on to www.btse365.bigcartel.com. That's btse365.bigcartel.com. Got some special Black History Month sweatshirts, crew necks for you. Uh, you can get them in a T-shirt as well. Just write that in the message on your comments when you order, and we can get that out to you. You can have it during Black History Month. That way you can support your people. Shout out to those who've placed their orders with me this week. Really do appreciate that. We're going to get everything taken care of for you here ASAP. Get that sent out to you. Sticking with the NBA theme here, the Golden State Warriors went up against the Houston Rockets last night. The Rockets took a L125 to 108. Uh, Kevin Durant, 32 points. Then you had Draymond Green, who added 15 points, seven rebounds, three block shots. Steph Curry had 24 points, and Klay Thompson, he just had 16. But it was enough for the Warriors to get a win over the Rockets, especially now 
in this part of the season after already losing to the Rockets earlier in the year, losing to the Grizzlies, losing to the to the Cavaliers earlier this year. Now they've won three straight against three winning franchises. So they're trending in the right direction here coming to the midpoint of the season. Also last night, the process continued to be trusted as the 76ers beat the Portland Trailblazers 93-92 after a Robert Covington three-pointer late in the game. Now look, he had already hit a three just to get him down one. So now he come back out there and he hit another three, a deep contested three, I might add, to put him up one. And that was after Joel Embiid went down with the injury to his to his left knee. It looks like a, a quote-unquote knee contusion. So he hurt himself in the third quarter, but he came back out in the fourth quarter. He landed weird again. I'm like, look, I don't think I would have let him come back in the game after he failed the first time. We don't need none of that. If I'm Philly, we don't want to see him landing awkward and knee buckling and all that. Do you throw him back out there in a meaningless game? Well, I'm going to say meaningless game, but you throw him back out there in a game in January when if you really want to quote-unquote trust the process, when you get Ben Simmons back, you need Joel Embiid to be healthy and 100%. So don't throw him out there just because he wants to come back out. Nah, it's cool you want to come back out, but we don't need you. If I'm the 76ers franchise, we don't need you to be hurt in January. We They just can't have that. He's been playing great basketball. He's going to win rookie of the year, probably win comeback player of the year, all that good stuff. So, hey, just keep him healthy, okay? That's all you got to do. Keep him healthy. You're going to get Ben Simmons back. Those playoff hopes that they have, they're real. Those are legitimate playoff hopes. You got a team that's four and a half games behind the eighth spot right now. There's 40 games left in the season, and they are playing in the East, so anything can happen. In other NBA news, the Hornets blew out the Raptors 113-78. to The Magic, they put up a nice 112 on the Bucks. The Grizzlies finished off the Kings strong in Memphis. The Hawks, they beat the Bulls 102-93, and... Whew, the new Jersey, I'm sorry, the Brooklyn Nets, excuse me, the Brooklyn Nets put up 143 points on the Pelicans in New Orleans. The score was 143 to 114. How in the hell do the Pelicans let the Nets score 143 points? I'm just not getting this. Nets had lost 11 straight games, and then you come out, and put up 143 points on the road, I might add. Bogdanovich, he scored 23. Brooke Lopez scored 23. The rookie, Karis LeVert, scored 17. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, 12. Randy Foy, 11. Louis Scola, 14. You know, Quincy AC 12. Spencer Dinwiddie, 10. Everybody was contributing. They played last night. The, two, the only people who didn't score were two players who didn't play. And I can't forget about the Lakers last night beating the Pacers at home, 108-96 to behind Lou Williams' team high 27 off the bench, of course. Now, the Lakers did lose D'Angelo Russell to a mild MCL sprain. Didn't return in that game. That happened in, like, the first minute of the game. Hopefully he won't miss an extended period of time because the Lakers need him. 
But the problem is, is that their bench is better than the starters. I heard Colin Cowherd say it. One of my homeboys said it. It's just the truth. And Ingram has finally come on strong form, but he's still a season away. Now for a little OVC basketball scheduling. Um, today, Belmont takes on Tennessee Tech. Austin P hosts Murray State today. UT Martin will be hosting SIU E Edmondsville, Evansville, excuse me. And Tennessee State will host Jacksonville State tonight. Moorhead State has EKU. Should be some interesting games in the OVC today. I I, I look forward to that Tennessee State and Jacksonville State game. I'm sure it's going to be a, a great game. Um, it's going to be at the Gentry Center tonight in Nashville, 7:30. You can catch it on the OVC Digital Network. Or you can go on your radio dials, 102.1 FM, The Light. It is championship weekend in the NFL. Tomorrow you'll see the New England Patriots host the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Atlanta Falcons will host the Red Hot Green Bay Packers. Now, I've been on the fence all week about my picks, and it's only because Matt Ryan is playing some great football right now. That Atlanta Falcons offense is moving they are moving, and you got two running backs who are bruisers, can catch the ball out of the backfield. You got an offensive coordinator in Atlanta who's auditioned last week for the San Francisco 49ers head coaching job, pretty much got them in there with how they beat Seattle. But you're also going up against number 12, Aaron Rodgers. And as much as I hate to quote this guy, Stephen A. Smith says it best. Aaron Rodgers is a bad man, bad man back there. But can that defense, can that defense in Green of Green Bay stop Atlanta multiple times? Now, they played against Dallas last week. Dallas' offense, uh, it was iffy in the first half, but you did have a rookie running back, rookie quarterback trying to, you know, they're playing their first playoff game at home. Yeah, they were down early. But when they finally started clicking, they were clicking. And the Green Bay defense didn't have an answer for them. Now, in Atlanta, Julio Jones has a slight toe injury. I don't think that's going to slow him down. Plus, you don't have to just worry about Julio Jones. You got to worry about Devontae Freeman. You got to worry about Muhammad Sanu. So it's a lot of aspects on this defense that you got to worry about and not just one player or two players. And you have a veteran quarterback who's been to an NFC game before, NFC championship game before. They lost back when the last time they played. But maybe this time, since he is playing for a possible MVP trophy here and a Super Bowl bid again, let's see. I'm going with Atlanta to break their funk, get back to the Super Bowl for the first time since 1998. And... I'm going to say Atlanta 34, Green Bay 30. Now to the AFC Championship game, I have the Patriots and the Steelers. And I've been tussling with this one for a while. Because, see, Brady hasn't played great in the playoffs the last two seasons, um, especially if he has a team that can get to him. It's hard for him to get away from that pressure sometimes when you collapse those edges on him. He can't move vertically, I mean, excuse me, not vertically, but horizontally like some quarterbacks. Now, he, he does move well for a 39-year-old quarterback, but once you 
get back there and you get to touching them a little bit, things change. And Bud Dupree from the Steelers, Bud Dupree been killing quarterbacks in the playoffs right now. Like, he he been getting back there. And then James Harrison is still getting to quarterbacks. I mean, damn. He's really an ageless wonder. You couple that with a Le'Veon Bell, who, as I've been saying for the last six, seven weeks, is the best running back in the NFL. And a Ben Roethlisberger who can get the ball to Antonio Brown and they have the emergence of the of the tight end Jesse James. Yeah, I don't man, look, I like the Patriots to to do some things. They always win at least one playoff game. Hell, they've been to six straight AFC championship games. But with no Gronkowski, you have Brady out there who has Amendola and Edelman. Martellus Bennett is on the field. You got LeGarrette Blunt, but can that defense, can that defense sustain and hold this high-powered offense? I don't know, but I have to make a prediction. That's the business that I'm in. So, I'm going with Upset City, man. I'm taking the Steelers 28, New England 24. That's right, 28-24 Steelers. On the road, they get back to the Super Bowl, and they play the Falcons. We shall see. But that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. 28-24, Steelers, 34-30, Falcons. That's just how I see it, man. Look, that's all I have for you today. Trust and believe. I'm back with more heat soon and very soon. Get at me on Instagram, Twitter, BTSE underscore 365. Don't forget to visit the website for your official merchandise, btse365.bigcartel.com. That's btse365.bigcartel.com. I'm out. Make love, not war, good people.